happy Friday. I hope everyone had a nice week. My week was okay. Nothing horrific, which is always a plus in my mind. <laughs> um, one, one thing that was interesting that I did not expect was for me to become very invested in who the Try Guys are. <laughs> um... I now want to watch their YouTube channel because nothing will endear me faster than some internet creators, than people who do the absolute right thing whenever there's something involving a relationship where there's absolutely no way there could have ever been consent because of the power disparity and all that involved. So that that was fun. Or not fun, but that was interesting. Something nice that was nice to experience. Seeing people who say that they have morals actually upholding those morals. Like, when does that happen on the internet? (laughs) Um, But I wanted to talk about kind of a follow-up to an episode I did back in March, I think. Um, it was the first one I believe I ever did about multi-level marketing companies on here, which is something that I'm interested in because maybe this is just me, but I doubt it. But like I, um, after learning how manipulation works and high control groups work from, um, dealing with my family and leaving it, I always am kind of interested in watching things and trying to help in situations where there's similar things going on, which is why I like following the anti-multi-level marketing or anti-network marketing kind of community and following a bunch of creators there. And I've done a few episodes talking about that before. Um, The first one I ever did back in March, I was talking about how somebody um, from Monate, which is a pretty big name in the multi-level marketing world they sell shampoo that makes your hair fall out among other things and they were a pretty big company they've taken a pretty big hit when it this year which tends to happen for multi-level marketing companies they've been around for like eight years seven eight years i believe at this point and usually once it gets around that time is when they tend to start to lose a lot of market partners as Monet calls them as people leave because they realize um it's not working or after a certain amount of time like after seven or eight years of the only way that people can make any money is by recruiting people in after that amount of time a lot of the kind of base of people that MLMs have is pretty used up so they tend to start losing a lot of people and just losing money and that's um, what's been happening with money over the last year or so and through especially the last year um, but the thing that I talked about in the prior episode was about how a um, one of the few people that were able to get close to the top of their compensation plan which is very hard to do and 94% of people who join Monet never leave the first rank, much less all of the other ranks in the company. Like the third rank, when you hit, when you hit the third rank in Monet, you're in the top 1% of the company, if that gives you an idea of how hard it is to actually succeed at multi-level marketing. Um, there is someone named Angelique that was publicly discussing one of the people that were at the very top rank of the company that was not treating her well and um because of that she ended up actually being fired by them um because she was not because she was starting to like see things that were wrong and she was starting to ask questions she did an interview on an anti-multi-level marketing company uh YouTube channel, CC Suarez is the person's name. She, um, she is known for, there's kind of, there's a lot of different creators on YouTube that I enjoy watching, and a lot of them kind of have, um, a lot of them talk about a lot of different companies, but there's usually at least a few different companies that each 
creator kind of focuses on and cc is definitely known for money um her first ever M anti mlm video was about money and how it's a pyramid scheme so um if that gives you the idea so um she's like kind of person non-grata number one for them so when angeli did that interview they fired her literally the next day uh and but it was a very interesting kind of situation which i talk about in the episode in march just because usually mlm companies try to hide things like this that are going on and they don't want like all of their dirty laundry per se to be public because they try to put up this persona like everything is great and wonderful no one's going to want to join this company that's a scam anyway if people are openly talking about how they were fired just because they didn't like somebody who was above them and what they and how they treated them um so it was intriguing and i do think that a lot of the people that left um monate after march which was a lot of people um, I do think that a lot of that was kind of facilitated by what happened with Angelique because she was somebody that people liked and she was she was not the normal kind of cookie cutter hun is what they call it in the anti-multilevel marketing world. She had a lot more personality. She was willing to listen to what anti-multilevel marketing people were saying. She was calling out the kind of questionable business practices of feeling like you need to buy more product than you could ever actually ever use because people pressure you to do it um the, and of course the reason why they do that is because if you buy product then your upline makes money off of what you buy um and so i do think that that was a big part of what made a lot there's a couple big teams on money like thirty thousand, like uh not maybe not that much yeah like thirty thousand people left after um after Angelique was fired. So I do think that made a big effect on their company. And, but the update to that, which is very recent, which happened yesterday, which is that um, Angelique just joined another multi-level marketing company named um, Q Sciences, which is just as bad as money. Like one of the things about multi-level marketing companies that's um, I think hard for people to completely understand when they're still kind of understanding how manipulative and abusive the structure is, is that every company is basically the same in the way that the same things happen in every company. Like, yeah, every company has their own like income disclosure statement, though Q Sciences does not have one of those which is the thing that shows you on average how much you're supposed to make at every rank, which is where I got like the 94% of people in Monate never leave the first um, rank statistic. <laughs> and that if you hit the third rank, you're in like the top 1% of the country com company. Um, even those like statistics are likely like messed around a bit to make it look as best as possible. But the fact that Q Sciences has been a company for over 10 years and they still don't have one of those is a little bit suspicious because if you're asking people to like buy into a business at least that's what they call it um you would think that they would give them something of just before they do it to look at to see um to give them an idea of like how much they can make um so that's that <laughs> but uh, they're, they all have their own, like, income closure statements. They have their own compensation plans that, like, vary in, like, different places. But they never vary that much, you know? And it's also, like, a thing of, like, every company, the same, like, manipulation tactics, like, telling people that you need to be a product of the product and so that they will buy a bunch of product that they can't actually afford telling them that they need to buy it so that they can get so that they can make videos of trying it to get customers or acting like they could sell um that they can like sell the products if they buy it things like that and when in reality like basically presenting it like it is a sales job when in reality all of the money that people make is from recruiting and from the people making money off of the people on your team and the work that they're doing uh recently actually 
to just to bring this back around to Monate for a second. Um, Cece Suarez, the person I mentioned on YouTube, she put out a video recently where um, Monate was stupid and um, every company has like a national, like kind of like reporting tool where they have huge spreadsheets that say like what every um, person in Monate makes and how much they make a month and all this sort of stuff. Um, and usually with uh, work places at not just multi-level marketing companies, but any business that is available to certain people, but especially in a business like Monate, where it's supposed to be a salesperson kind of job and everybody is an independent contractor, they're like their employees. Like if you work for Monate, you're able to look at that if you want in like your back office area. Um, but it's usually not open to the public. So then it wouldn't be something that the anti-multi-level marketing like com- like kind of community could ever use in content. But uh, Monate was really stupid and they accidentally, like they didn't turn off this thing that where it like automatically posted all of that like to the internet. And they didn't put it, behind like a password protected area or anything like that so this earlier this year people just like found it on google like a lot of people when you're when you're in like the anti-multi-level marketing company or multi-level marketing like community uh you tend to start like and like researching the companies that are like that you see doing horrible things or like researching um the people involved or trying or just doing a lot of stuff like that because you want to help trying to get these people out of these horrible uh, commercial cults that are just hurting them and you know that and if you force them to leave because the company isn't like doing as well anymore then there's always a hope that maybe they won't you know that they'll maybe get out um so people were researching Monet and just found it on like the second page of google and so for like and they didn't turn it off until the end of May. And so the first like six months of the year, Cece Suarez and some other creators, but she made the video, was had access to all of these reports. And they were able to explicitly show like proof that 99% of the money that all of the like the top people, but everyone of like, but the top people are the ones that um, get the most attention since they're kind of the ones with they're the ones that have huge teams like thousands of people on their team and they're the one they're like the place that everybody wants to reach and they're like what people think are attainable and all of them say that you can make money selling the product but in reality CC was able to prove that 99% of their money comes from what their team does and it like you I honestly recommend watching that video because it's honestly like staggering like some of the people in there like made like $400 selling like shampoo or whatever for that month and then made like 150,000 in a month off of their team it's not even close and so that's the whole thing with anti-multi-level marketing companies is that is always the thing like they get people to sign up by saying that they can make money from um, from just selling the product, which is something more approachable for people because people don't like having to message people that they, even the people that they know, much less people they don't know, and trying to like harass them into buying product or to have them sign up to do the same thing that you do. It's uncomfortable. People don't like doing that. And so if you tell them that you can just sell like shampoo or whatever product it is like every like other people do for other things it seems not that bad um but then of course once you join and you spend money joining and you're kind of like in then they then they tell you actually all of the ways that you make money is from recruiting um and they kind of that's the way that they they trick you and um so Anyway, I wanted to talk about this situation with Angelique because, like I said before, um, Q Sciences is different from Monet. It's actually, ironically, it's more of a pyramid scheme than Monet is. <laughs> um, when, like I said, Monet is like a big, uh, 
MLM. Like, it gets a lot of attention. If you put the word Monate, M-O-N-A-T, into YouTube, a a ton of videos are going to show up. There's a lot of videos by a lot of different creators that have been made about them. Um, Q Sciences is one that up until the last couple months, there hasn't been, like, a ton of information on. And it's kind of like, uh, it's like this kind of circular pattern that tends to happen with multi-level marketing companies just from going back and watching a lot of content from people who have been making it for a few years is that the MLMs that are kind of at the top, the ones that anti-MLM make the most content about because they're kind of um, all over social media, getting the most attention, things like that, they kind of like a, a company can't like be at the top of it for all that for a hugely long amount of time because of how fast the turnover is in these sort of companies. Like they, the, the amount of people that, the amount of, like after usually like two years, a lot of people tend to quit. And that's like the longest amount of time people usually last. Like Angelique was in Monate for like three years, I believe before they fired her and she was but she was one that got much higher um into the company than most people do but like most people by the time they're in there for like two years they'll quit because they realize that it's not working um and so usually companies aren't at the top for more than a few years because they they like run out of people to get and then they don't make as much money for a few for a while and sometimes they like circle back around and end up becoming popular later on or somebody new comes in. And so what we've been seeing lately definitely is like Monate losing like 50,000 people this year. And a lot of a lot of the people, a good amount of the people anyway that have been leaving have been going to Q Sciences. Um, and it's kind of like weird seeing like Q Sciences almost become like the new Supreme and like taking Monate's place as like the new place that all of the people are now joining and now people are paying much more attention to and so that's the one that angelique joined and the way that it's more of a pyramid scheme than monate is is that their compensation plan allows stacking and like i'm not going to pretend like i completely understand what all of these words mean when it comes to when people explain compensation plans in multi-level marketing companies like i like watching them explain it because i like i i like to have somewhat of an understanding of how it works but i don't completely get it because it's one of those things like unless somebody like visually shows me an example it's really hard for me to completely get the concept in my mind but basically what it basically means is that Q Sciences, when you sign up, they tell you that you, that you, the same thing that they always say, you don't need to recruit to make money, which is never true. And, um, and they tell you that if you reach like a certain place in the company that you'll get like guaranteed pay, which is also not true. <laughs> like they're, they're an MLM. They always have to like recruit more people or try to, or attempt to sell products in order to make money. They can never take time off unless you have a big enough team where you can just sit back and let other people work for all the money you make. Um, But still, even then, you have to, like, be on top of your team to make sure they're still working. Uh, But that's the kind of things that they say. The thing that they don't tell anyone is they say that you need, like, two people on your team in order to hit, like, a certain rank. So then you can start, you know, then you can... um, to be able to, like, be active. Like, every MLM company has, like, some barrier you need to hit in order to, quote-unquote, stay active. And the whole thing with staying active is that you don't get paid for your for the work that you're doing unless you're active. Um, so that's, like, what they say. And then you... But then when you actually join and you get in, you find out that in acute sciences, you have, like, one leg on, like, like, let's say, like, your left arm is your leg that you know of, of people that you're adding. When you get in, you find out that, like, your other leg, like, your right arm, for instance, is a leg where, the, where like, the person above you, your upline, can just add people to you. Like, you don't add those people yourself. They do it for you. They see, like, how much you're working and add people that of however many people they think would be good because the whole way that like 
MLM's work is that there is a giant, like I said, a giant pyramid or like a giant big tree. And if your MLM and like your upline is above you and they need you and then your team to hit certain ranks in order for them to make money. And so if you seem like a good worker, they're going to put a bunch of people underneath you that they think that are also good workers so that you'll make a bunch of money or however they figure it out. But like you're not in charge of any of that. You're not the ones, you don't decide who gets to be on your, they do it for you. And that's like stacking is actually like not legal. (laughs) Like um, the FTC is the place that handles multi-level marketing companies. And one of their rules is that they're not supposed to stack. Like every MLM company does it. Like money, people from money have come forward and they've also got caught doing this. Like stacking, like people like um an an upline like trying to move people around so that they can make more money off of off of their team and things like that um that's super illegal but they all do it or they try to get away with it but like they try to hide the fact that they're doing it but q sciences doesn't really they hide it in the way that they don't make it obvious that they're doing that until you join the company but once you're in it's just like that's how it is and so it's With considering that, that like your upline will just stack people for you and just add people to your team um, and you don't even have like you don't have to recruit like you don't do anything. You can just sit back and do nothing and they'll still add people to your team and you'll make money off of those people. That's the problem is that these people who have joined under somebody else will be on your team and you'll be making money off of what they're doing no matter if you want them to be on your team or not. And um, so because of that, obviously, even more than other companies, though, it's like this with every company, but especially this one, everything is recruiting. Because, like, if the way that you make more money and can add, like, there's no, they don't really try to hide it very much in, in Q Sciences more than they, they don't hide, they hide it less than other companies do. Let's go with that. And so... Um, Angelique being somebody who was out of MLMs for like six months and is now going back is really hard to know. Um, it's just, it's painful to watch someone go back in because this is the hard part about like abusive structures. Like this reminds me a lot of like my own family or like an abusive relationship. And it is very much like that. It's a job it's a company or whatever but it's the same general concept which is like after a couple months of being out it like the pain of like what you went through and things like that they kind of start to fade a little bit and in the way that like you start remembering more the the good things like the things that you like the things that made you happy and you want those things. And so then you start to convince yourself, like, maybe, like, because nobody wants, like, something to never work out, right? Like, you never want, like, it to be a complete wash. Like, I made an episode a couple episodes ago talking about New Age spirituality and how I spent, like, a year, um, even up to just, honestly, like, two weeks ago, I finally, like, unfollowed someone on YouTube that I followed for a long time who I finally just like gave up on, um, from not getting, of not getting out of, uh, new age. And that's like, like basically like a two year process. Like it takes a long time. You, you want to believe that you're wrong, that like things couldn't be as bad as you think that maybe another company, maybe another company that like doesn't have the same people as the company you just left will be better. And the people from that company say that it's better. They act like it's better. They say that it is all the time. So many people from Monate this year have joined Q Sciences. Um, so it's not shocking or surprising that she would really, it, that that's the company she joined. I kind of assumed that if she did, it would be that one because of how many people that she likely used to work with work there now. And, um, but it's, it's, it's so hard to watch like or what I was saying before about like how you start to convince yourself that like the that maybe if you just try again the like good things will 
maybe things will be better. It's like how when people talk about abusive relationships and like when you'll get a how on average it takes seven times of someone leaving their abuser before it, it like it, you're done for good. Um, because after you are away from them for a few months, you start to remember more of the things of when things were good and when things were happy. And you start to think like maybe things could improve. And especially when that happens, the abuser is being if they talk to you they're trying to be nicer to you because they want you to come back and um they like say that they're going to do all of these things that you want them to do and you want to believe them and that's exactly what basically happened to angelique with this whole situation with her joining q sciences she talked about how she wanted she missed the community and like that's the horrible thing about cults like this is that the the thing that's really hard about trying to get people out of like cult like structures like this is that on the outside of it whatever is on the outside of it is never going to be completely the same or i guess like compare in a way to what is inside of it because on the outside people aren't trying to manipulate you like but when you're in it and you don't realize that it's manipulative or abusive or you don't want to see that it is with when it comes to Angelique going back in, like, she knows everything about MLMs now. She's heard so many stories in the last few months about a lot of different companies and how recruiting is horrible and making money off of other people is terrible when you know that they likely won't make any money. And and especially in a company like Q Sciences, whether, where even if she never recruits a single person, her upline is going to add people to her team and especially because she is like a known person in MLM for whatever because of everything that happened with Monate and has like a big following they're going to put a ton of people on her team because they're going to want to use her as like a poster child of like see how much better Q Sciences is than Monate Angelique hated Monate she spent six months talking about how awful they were but now she works with us, so now we're clearly better than they are, right? So you should join our team instead of another co- instead of Monate or another company because she wouldn't be here if it wasn't that bad, right? Um, but the... Uh, what was I saying? Dear Lord. Uh, sorry. This is just... Um, it's hard to watch this whole situation happen. Um, but it's it's so frustrating because she is remembering how she felt like she had a team like she had a group of people that cared about her and oh I know what I was saying so when you're in an MLM there's a lot of like forced um intimacy or vulnerability like a lot of the um conventions that they have or like they have like um like weekend getaway kind of things that you can earn throughout every like couple months usually and a lot of those, they, the way that they say it is like, they like get real and they do like a lot of self-help because that's what MLMs try to focus on instead of focusing on the fact that the structures in themselves, like the way that the businesses are set up, are set up where only a very, very small amount of people can succeed. They want to instead convince you that, that it's your fault and your problem that you're not succeeding. So they have you instead focus on like self-help manifestation kind of stuff um and like figuring out what about you makes it hard for you to succeed instead of looking on the outside and realizing that the company is not built for me to succeed Um, because if they if you keep focusing thinking that you're the problem you're never going to realize that they're the problem um and so in a lot of these kind of retreats that they call it they basically kind of force people to talk about really traumatic things. And one thing that does happen when you tend to share really traumatic experiences that you've had in your past or just hard things that you've gone through with people is that it does definitely kind of create this like almost false sense of intimacy and like vulnerability because you're sharing this like really painful part of yourself with another person um and it makes people feel bonded a lot faster 
than they otherwise normally would. Like, the way that I describe it just from my own experiences in my own life is, like, the friend group that I had that I haven't been friends with in, like, two years. I talk about them all the time on here because the time that I was close friends with them was the hardest two years of my life. And I went through so many traumatizing things when they were my friends, not because of them, but because of everything that was going on with my family. And so because of that, they have such an important, like, they're such, they're such important people to me because of that. And they're people that I can never completely, like, I have a hard time completely walking away from ever believing that we could ever be friends again because of how important they are to me and how much that time really meant to me that they were there for me when I really truly like desperately needed it or like the other example is like the friends that I made when I went to my PTSD outpatient treatment program like I still have a lot of those people on Facebook and even though we haven't spoken in years every once in a while we'll comment on each other's things and it's like because all of us when we were there were struggling the hardest we've ever struggled in our lives and we all were bonded by the fact that we were all dealing with super intense trauma that a lot of us could understand even though everyone's situation was a little bit different we still were going through huge things and could understand each other in a way that other people on the outside of that maybe wouldn't not everybody like you know everyone going through the world doesn't have complex PTSD they don't understand what it's like to not be able to like leave your house they don't have like huge childhood trauma or like really messed up relationship with their families like like we all do and finding people that like share that experience and know exactly what it's like to feel like that um and especially, like, when we were in that program, see us, like, go through this whole, like, transition of improving and all of that through a few months of in a program is a really big thing um, for it to, so, like, those people are people that I think I'll always want to check in on and make sure that they're all right because of the same sort of thing. But in MLMs, it's all, like, what I say, like, manufactured because... Like, when I was in that PTSD program, or when I was friends with that friend group, I was sharing things with them because I trusted them. The people that I shared that stuff with, they earned my trust. Like, the first, like, month or something that I was in that PTSD program, I, like, didn't trust anyone. And it it took me that long for me to start, like, talking to people and trying to make friends and stuff. Um, But I was sharing that stuff with them, not only because in the PTSD program, we were, like, dealing with that shit, but, like, with, in the program and with my friends, I trusted them with that information, and it wasn't, like, a, and it was, like, a thing of, like, I was sharing stuff with those people because I knew, because I trusted they could take that information in, and I, and they would understand, and it was, like, a copacetic, like, thing. It wasn't, But in MLMs, you go to these retreats and they like force you to talk about this stuff. Like it's not like uh, you can't say no. And even though this is like the first time these people have a lot of times when people go to those retreats, they don't even know each other that well. And all of a sudden they're like crying, talking about like this horrible childhood trauma or something that's that is like the reason behind likely why they join an MLM. And we're looking for like that sort of external validation in the first place. Um but like and like when you're in the MLM it feels like very authentic it feels very real it doesn't feel manufactured it feels like you're really bonding with people and finding a real community it's not until like things start going wrong in your life where you need to take a break from the MLM and all of those people that you thought you were close friends with stop talking to you or um or when you decide to leave the MLM and they all just block you and never speak to you again and you that you realize that those friendships were not actually real and they weren't based in reality but like when you're in it that feels very real and that feels like these people really know you and care about you and love you and understand you and and all this sort of stuff and um and the other part about MLMs that I think is always kind of seductive when you're not when you're 
out of it when you're like trying to when you're remembering it after being out for a while is that MLMs like nobody really like questions or like challenges you on how you like what you believe like and by that I mean like right-wing stuff like Angelique was very very is very conservative politically she is she goes to a church that seems pretty culty in and of itself um and honestly seems like she's kind of on the path to like QAnon sort of beliefs and stuff like she thought that Hocus Pocus 2 was a bad movie because it promotes witchcraft (laughs) um but yeah so but like every MLM is right wing because it's a cult they're they're like they want you to they want you to it's a control group they want to control your behavior and talking about god and religion and all that like makes it easier to get people to do things and to stay in the cult and only talk to the people inside of it if you bring that stuff up and reiterate the beliefs that they already have and so within MLMs, like every MLM has a ton of people in QAnon and is on like the new age spirituality to alt-right path, like very aggressively. Um, and they do that because if, if you think that every person, except for what the small amount of people who believe what you do is like bad or wrong or, uh, you know, has the devil inside of them or whatever your belief is, you're not, you're not going to like talk to people outside of your cult and realize that you are in a cult. You're going to just talk to the people who have the same beliefs as you, who wouldn't find the things that you're doing different or weird or questionable or diff or like something that would make you want to leave. And so part of Angelique's experience with the anti-multi-level marketing kind of world was her was people like not agreeing with her beliefs when she said transphobic stuff people were like what what did what and um and like when she said like comments like about that about witchcraft people were like it's just a movie like there's nothing demonic about like a kid movie (laughs) um and other things like that like being homophobic and things like that shit um and but like and there was definitely a balance happening because when somebody leaves a cult it takes time for them to really completely like it takes a long time to decompress from all of that and realize that your beliefs are rooted in like hateful things and that and all that sort of stuff and because she not only was in an MLM but also still goes to a church that is also extremely culty and um it's kind of based in making you afraid of everyone else who doesn't go to it. Like the kind of church that tells you that you're special and chosen because you go and everybody else is going to like burn in hell, that kind of thing. Um, because of that, like people were talking, would, would challenge her on her beliefs and she didn't like that. She wanted to just like shut them down. And if she joined this MLM again, people are, most of the people in MLMs, in Q sciences will will agree with her politics and she won't have to deal with people challenging her anymore she won't have to think that's really what it is you don't have to think when you're in an mlm they do all the thinking for you they tell you exactly what to do and what to think and what to believe and what to say everything is told somebody else tells you what to do and this is this is one thing of why i think it's really is especially difficult for me to watch is because um Angelique has mentioned having a lot of childhood trauma in her life and this is something the reason a big part of why I like watching anti-multi-level marketing content is that a lot of people who are trauma victims are end up in MLMs instead of dealing with their trauma because when we are traumatized especially from something when you're kids or complex trauma from like your entire childhood you're looking for something to like so that you can avoid thinking about what is actually wrong because going dealing like going to therapy actually like confronting the issues in your life and why you're not happy is really hard it's really painful you have to be ready for it and even when you are ready for it it's still really hard and really painful and you still need things to do to escape from it like I play breath of the wild i read fan fiction i 
disappear onto TikTok sometimes. I, um, yeah, I like follow like gymnastics. I follow baseball there. I like fall into like the whole of like watching YouTube videos or whatever, um, on a regular basis. Those are all things that I do even now to like avoid thinking about the stuff that is bothering me because I need a break. And you, but so even when you are doing that, like work, you still need an escape, but especially when you're trying to avoid thinking about it at all, we all have like different escapes. And actually religion is a common one that people do a lot. Some trauma victims end up just kind of like using religion as like a shield and telling and like new way spirituality goes in line with this too of like believing that everything happens for a reason that Jesus loves them that and things like that and like becoming obsessive about religion and kind of the rules of whatever religious group you join and using that as a way and like just obsessing about God in Jesus and as a way to avoid thinking about the things that are actually the actual cause for like your depression or your unhappiness in your life and instead of dealing with it you just tell yourself that if you love Jesus or dedicate your life more to God or whatever or just be a good Christian that God will make that go away when in reality what you need is fucking therapy and (laughs) um MLMs are another version of that where people like Angelique are joining because it's a lot easier like the especially the post she made I guess yesterday was using her mental health saying that some of the products that Q Sciences has which is like hemp sort of products help a lot with her mental health and that she's been struggling with that and she's mentioned that a lot that she has panic attacks and stuff and it's like she has panic attacks where she's afraid to leave the house that limit the amount of people that she sees in a day that makes it hard for her to make friends which is why she doesn't have a community right now is because of the trauma that she's dealt with in her life that she hasn't processed in any way and I can say that as someone who never goes anywhere or does anything that that is absolutely why like I know that's why I don't hide from the fact that that's why I don't go anywhere or see anybody or and I don't have any friends is because of dealing with all of that um but the thing is is that Angelique instead of actually like going to a therapist finding out like trying to work through all of this stuff actually dealing with her trauma so that she will have an easier grasp on panic attacks so that she can leave the house so that she can have better self-esteem and like make friends with people that don't hurt her and like backstab her anymore which she has mentioned has been a problem in her life so far um and like instead of doing that instead she's like trying to do like the easier route because MLMs tell you that their products can like get rid of that stuff they they're not supposed to say that but they definitely do and so instead of like going to therapy and like really actually working on the root cause of all of their her problems she's trying to put a band-aid on top of it and say that if I just join Q Sciences and take their hemp products that that will help my panic attacks and my anxiety go away But in reality, that just makes you dependent on the products. And most of the time, the products don't even work like that. Um, And they definitely can't get rid of panic attacks and anxiety you have because of complex PTSD. They're just, like I said, they're a Band-Aid. There's something that you can take in the moment when you're experiencing it to try to get it to stop. But they don't actually get to like the cause of why you're having them in the first place to stop them before they even start. But like if she joins an MLM and tells herself that if she takes these products that she won't have as many panic attacks and then she will also be on somebody's team and will have like weekly Zoom calls and feel like part of the community again that won't question her beliefs, won't make her think hard about anything, which is let her be part of an extremely homophobic, hateful church without asking why and won't like question and will and all they'll expect her to do is recruit some people or like continue to buy products from them and she gets all of these things and she doesn't have to actually deal with like the cause of all of her problems and she continues and she can kind of continue floating through life um 
without having to actually deal with anything and get away with not dealing with it, then that's what she's going to do. And that's what she's doing. And it's, it's always really hard for me to see when people like her are in MLM and haven't been able to get out yet because they remind me so much of myself. And I think that's why I like following it so much is because I'm a very, because I'm like a very optimistic person when it comes to everyone in MLM, especially, but really anyone in any sort of abusive situation or environment that they haven't realized is abusive yet. I'm like eternally optimistic about it because, because I figured myself out. Like it's hard for me to put, to like describe it because I, you know, it's me like there, I can't like exactly interview my past self, but just take, take my words for, for like, (laughs) know that I'm telling the truth. Me, like, four years ago, even at this time, or, like, five years ago, was a completely different person. I was so different. Like, there was, like, some things that are still with me or that are, like, better. Like, even, like, the, like, anti-racist, like, abolitionist side of me has, like, that's one of those things that people don't mention a lot, but anti-racism work is dealing with your trauma so that you can get over your own ego bullshit and see the realities of what things are like I spent a lot of time like trying to have like coming up with excuses for why things the way that they were even though I have always been like more anti-racist than most people around me like even when I was I, I grew up in a very conservative environment as a kid but I was like one of the people like always screaming about um how much I hated George Bush and how the Iraq war was a lie and all that sort of stuff which happened when I was in high school like I've always been more progressive than the people growing up around me but I needed to deal with like my trauma and get over my bullshit to really see like how horrific things were because I didn't want it to be bad um that bad just purely because of my own bullshit and not liking seeing the horror of the realities of how horrible what BIPOC people deal with is because of how it made me depressed, which is, it sounds super selfish and it is, but like, that's the reality of what trauma does to you. You like try to find ways to make it not that bad because you're, and what you're basically doing is arguing through other people that your life isn't that bad by trying to argue with other people about other things. Um, Because if you think that if you can convince this person that things aren't as bad as they think then maybe you'll be able to can then maybe you'll be able to convince yourself that things aren't as bad for you either um and so whenever I see people like Angelique especially who seem to be struggling with the same sort of issues I just I like I know I know because I did it that I can that they can get away from it too and and that like, I think that's why I like watching this stuff, because even the highest up person in a multi-level marketing company, I believe that they can get away, because I changed a lot, too. Actually, one of my favorite creators from anti-multi-level marketing on YouTube is called, um, her channel's name is Savannah Marie, and she is one that used to be super conservatively Christian, like, she talks about how she even, like, would, like, speak in tongues and all this stuff, and, like, through especially through being in an MLM and then leaving and then learning a lot about multi-level marketing companies and seeing how they manipulate people using religion so much she's gone from being Christian to not being Christian anymore to not even being sure that she she even believes in God um so like she's one that has changed a lot too and also knows that like all these people have the capabilities of getting away and realizing how bad things are and changing because it's like if we've done it then they can do it too but it's just so hard to watch somebody making choices even though you can understand why they're making them and I have so much empathy for Angelique and other people like her who go back and join MLMs Um, I understand completely why they're doing it and but it's so hard knowing how she's going to be used, how she's going to be manipulated, and how it's probably going to take her a while for her to see it again. And especially after 
the last like day or so after she announced she was joining an MLM, um, people are concerned about her and just trying to say like, I hope just saying like, no, why are you joining? Because over the last six months, she's learned so much stuff about how horrible they are. And she's just blocking everyone who says that, which is like kind of the MLM thing is to block anyone who says any dissenting opinion. And she's calling it, like, hate, saying that she's being harassed or, like, the community is hating on her. And it's, like, it's not hate. People are worried that you're joining a cult when you know that it's a cult. And they don't want to watch you get indoctrinated into a new one and then get hurt all over again like you just experienced with Monate, even though we know that it's going to happen. If somebody wants to join... Like, a, it's kind of like the thing, like I said, if you're not ready to get out of the abusive system, like, like leave an abusive relationship or even leave an abusive family, you can't force the person to do that. They have to figure it out on their own. She's got to figure that out. And as awful as it's going to be for all of us kind of watching it from the outside, there's nothing that we can do. She has all of the information the only hope that I can think is that I'm hoping that um, her wanting to prove us all wrong doesn't cause her to spend longer in it than she otherwise would. It's hard to really know how she would feel. Um, but I just hope that this time when things start going wrong and she started noticing the problems that were in Monate with this company as well, that... I'm hoping that she doesn't spend, like, a year trying to make things better like she did in Monet and realizes that things are also bad with this one and, and, and leave um, and kind of start the process of dealing with that again. Like, I don't... I'm not completely without hope for her. Like I, Like, I said, I hope that she's just in it for a short amount of time than she was with Monet. And I hope that the next time she leaves, that that will be the time when she realizes that every company is the same and she can really, and that maybe after that happens, she'll be ready to start really dealing with the problems in her life that led to her being, um, wanting to join an MLM, even though she knows that they're a cult all over again. I can only hope.